on Halloween. So if you are not listening to this episode via YouTube, I would encourage you to hop off of Spotify and Apple Podcasts or Anchor to check out this amazing costume. Now, guys, when she first entered, she had this mask on. Like, show the people the mask. Show the people. You have to show the people the mask. It's, a, it's um, terrifying. Slightly terrifying. <laughs> my, my brother hates it. And that's why I bought it. Wow. It wasn't for, it was after Halloween. Wow. So, I mean, just imagine opening the waiting room to see that. Beautiful. I love this opportunity to record on Halloween. I'm not doing a thing today. I'm going to rest. Let me not waste too much time. I have to give you an introduction of how I met Kristen. Now, was it, it, it had to, was it in, it was in 2020. Oh yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it, it was 2021. Yeah. It was 2021. We yes, both, it was definitely 2021. Yes, we're, we're both a part of an organization called Track, which is Teen Reach Adventure Camp. And I was traveling up to Seattle for a training because we both are low ropes course facilitators. And I don't even know how the connection happened, but I remember being in the place where we were eating and you said some words to me that was just like, you were speaking more to my heart in that season. I was going through a very rough season and wanted to quit my job and like, um, just I had just quit grad school and I was just like in a state of confusion. I don't know what, I can't remember what you said to me, but the words that you said to me, I was like, she's the real one. She has walked through some things and she is walking closely with the Lord. And so ever since that um, interaction, uh, we have been in contact periodically and I like global gibberish. I'm not going to say wouldn't be a thing without you, but it continues to be a thing because of you. Um, she is one of the top supporters of this platform and continues to share with her friends. And it just means a lot to me to have that support in something that I rarely know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I want to give a personal thank you. I can go on and on. However, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pass the mic over to her and allow her to introduce herself. Where are you from? And you know how we get started here. Three words to describe yourself and why you chose those three words. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm I'm Kristen. Um, I'm from I'm originally from Las Vegas, um, but we moved here to Oregon in like the early 2000s. So I've been in Oregon longer, but I usually go back to Vegas every year to visit. So I mean, this is like a nod to Area 51. It wasn't just because it was the only 
headband Halloween one that I had. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. Um, so yeah, and right now, you know, uh, like for the last two years, I've just kind of been pursuing what God had for me. And I just was like, I just kind of like in 2020, just before the pandemic, like I had this like coming to the end of myself and I was very upset. And then I was like, you know, I kind of like was ready to hear that God did love me and ready to try to believe it. And then that's like unleashed everything. And that's where you met me. And I was like, the Lord's calling you, you should go for it. And, uh, I still, I still absolutely believe if the Lord's calling you, you should go for it. It doesn't even matter what it, what there is. So, um, what it looks like, um, because he could take you through that. And then it's just like this incredible journey. But anyway, so, um, let's see, I do, let's see three words to describe myself. I have notes. I would say that, um, I'm intentional. Um, I like details. I, um, I do a lot of introspection. I like, I'm intentional. So like I focus on outcomes. So I will tune myself or tune things in order to gain an outcome, but not really in a manipulative way. Although I used to do it in that way, but now it's more like, okay, well, you know, what is this situation call for that? I can bring maybe the best out of it or bring out what God has in it. Really logic based. I'm super slow. I'm always slow, no matter what I do, almost. This can lead to procrastination, but I'm, de- I'm deliberate to the point of literal, but then it also like, I get super indecisive, especially when I, I like, I wanna do everything perfectly. So even like with this, I was like, I should just write out everything that I wanna say. And then I was like, if you write out everything that you wanna say, you'll spend the whole time doing that. And you won't be like, I won't have extemporaneous thought. Uh, so then I was like, I should write down careful, like bullet point notes, but I, di- I didn't do that either. I did also, I also didn't write out everything. So I'm learning, I'm recovering perfectionist. I'm intentional. I would say I'm steadfast. Like I like to hold to a thing that can be a problem sometimes. Cause I won't, I won't like to deviate. Like the Lord called me to a church. I, I told you about it. That was like an hour away from me. And it was just, you know, it was the old skate world building and it was super cool. Like I was like, wow, we're going on an adventure with the Lord. I was also terrified, but it was awesome. And then, um, at the beginning of this year, I didn't have a car and I was like, how am I supposed to go to my church? Lord, these are, this is where all my people are. I've been going to a different one, my brother's church and getting, and I'd wanted to go there all along, but I just, I like, I wanted to go there as well as my church, but I never got back from Eugene early enough, uh, in the evening to go. But anyway, I think it was one of those things where it was like, if I, I'm just so focused on like, this is where you put me and this is the thing I'm going to do. And I'm just going to go, go, go after this thing. And so it's really hard for me to deviate into something else. And so, um, that's how it can be kind of, I think maybe an issue where it's like, okay, I'll have to take all the options away. So this is where you go. And now anyway, but I like that. I like being steadfast. I like being determined. If there's something I want, I'm like, I'm gonna go for it. I'm going to put I'm going to tune all those resources into that. And then the other thing I was kind of torn. I was like, what's the third thing I like, what came to my mind was broken, but I was like, well, that sounds sad. And and then I was like, is that an accurate depiction? Like I am broken, but like, there's this, there's this really wonderful, I do mission adventures with youth with a mission. And we, we take kids out and teach them how to like, we teach, we teach them how about the relationship with God and how to develop that. And 
we how and how you mostly how you share it with other people. So um, it's youth groups that come. And so we often are going out and telling people about Jesus. And there's this video that we play for them where it's about like how sin, like we sin enters, you know, we have that in the world or, you know, there's bad things and they take away our lives. We do these, these, there's pain and there's sadness and there's heartache and we inflict it on each other and we break each other. And at the end, like it's this video where you see all these plates coming down and they're breaking, but then it reverses and it's these, it's, it's the plates all unbreaking. And so that's kind of what I feel like I'm broken, but I've been unbroken too. But all the beautiful things from being broken are there now versus just like being like kind of like wounded and uh, well, like in a, in a way that it was not healthy where I would wound others out of my wounds. And so where it's just, um, it's been something that's really useful. Um, and I can, I can minister to people in a lot of ways that I couldn't before, especially because I have such a different mentality about it versus like when I was like, I'm broken and now I'm damaged goods and I can't have relationships with people and uh, nobody's going to want me. And this isn't even my fault. I didn't do this. And so like now I can't succeed because I'm, I'm broken. Um, but now it feels like a lot of that's been redeemed. And so it's like broken in a really beautiful way where it's like my heart will break for people. And I'm like, I'm okay to let my heart break. Like I've been through a really painful heartbreak. And so I feel like now I can, I can let my heart break for other people. Cause like I've been there and I'm like, it's okay. This is, and, and I know that it's good. Like to have your heart break for other people, even if it's just somebody, you know, that we met at a training or I met, I like, met at Costco and they were getting a sample from me. It's like, I, I like, I like being able to go there and to release myself to that. It's painful, but it's so worth it. Um, so, uh, broken, but in a really good way. Um, that's what I would say. And the, and the other thing I was thinking about, but this is, this make four, but I was, I was, I was like, I'm funny, but <laughs> I, I think I, I think I'm funny, but, uh, anyway, you're but then I thought, hilarious. no, I won't do that one. You're hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that those are the three words that I came up with to describe me. I asked my brother and he thought about it. I was like, what are three words that describe me? And he thought about it for a while. And I was like, oh, he's really, I just thought he'd maybe crack off with you. And he was like, oh, contemplative, sharp, and hesitant. And I was like, mm. I won't appreciate that hesitant one, but maybe it's kind of like, you know, where I picked broken as my third one. Like I'm okay with calling myself that. If somebody else called me that, I'd be like <gasps> wounded anyway. But it also it was true. Like hesitant. That is true. So anyway, yeah. so I sneaked in like seven. <laughs> hey, there's, there's no rules here. So as a person who just loves to ask questions, I'm going to just take a step back from that and say, this is not a question, very articulate in how I'm going to deliver this. Tell us something that you feel you are being led to share with the listeners today. Oh, I think like something that is always on my mind and always on my heart. Um, 
and it's like this it's like the thing that like when god like like i, I tell people god called me out of darkness like he called my name and like you know like the songs it is kind of like that but i remember i was just like god loves me and i knew that because other people said that God loved them and that they knew that God loved me because he loved them. And so it was like, this is my thing for people. It's like, God loves you. Um, and I remember like kind of like realizing that, but this is like in the beginning of 2020. And I was like, oh my gosh. And being overwhelmed by that. And that was all I wanted in life was to be loved like that. Um, and then realizing like, oh, it's like, oh, God loves other people like that. And they should know that. So, um, but I was like borderline agoraphobic then. Um, so I, I really, I was afraid to leave the house. I was afraid if I left the house that I would, I would die, but I was also afraid to be in the house and that I would die there and like a tree would fall in the house. But then I was like, okay, but if I'm not, in an area of the house where there's no tree that could fall on it. My, like, I could have an aneurysm or some kind of, a, like, there could be something bad happen inside my body and my body would turn up. I was just very afraid all the time to exist. Um, and so I was like, I feel like, as like, I need to tell people God loves them, but I, I don't know how to do that. Um, and so that's, that's how I started off 2020. Um, and then I end up getting asked to do um, another Teen Reach Adventure Camp. And then that one gets delayed until December of 2020 because of the pandemic. And then that's when I met somebody from um, Youth of the Mission and I got involved and I was like, I was there at facilitator training. And I said, you know, I go, uh, they were like, where do you see yourself in six months? And I was like, I need spiritual authority. I had heard it in a sermon. And I was like, and they were saying like, this is what you need to tell people that, you know, tell them about God, tell them about your relationship. I was like, I need that so I can tell them. And they were like, why? And I go, I feel, I feel like I'm supposed to tell people that God loves them, but I don't know how to do that. If there was something that I thought, oh, if there's something to like, that I would want to tell people and I don't tell people enough at all, um, is that God loves you. Like, and it's like that love that we're all like deep, deep in our hearts, seeking out all the time, all the time. It's that one. It's like, it's the love without any impurities. It's the love that never gives up. It's the love that like loves you at your like most basic foundational that doesn't ever go away. Mm. And that's what we're all looking for. Mm. It's interesting that um, this morning I was reading about in a book called The Knowledge of the Holy and the characteristic that they were expounding on is God's love and it was challenging us as readers to examine how we like when John said God is love he wasn't inferring that as a definition just a characteristic just like God is holy we wouldn't say holy is well we wouldn't I can't always attribute all of the attributes. So I'll just stick with love. We wouldn't say that love is God. God is love. So like love within itself is not a God, um, but love is a defining characteristic of who God is. And I think um, 
just seeing your tears, it shows how deep that is for you. And it's something that I struggle with um, comprehending and um, understanding and accepting because I so tangibly like seek that from other people. And it's interesting because as I've been walking through a season where because his love is jealous and it like deeply like wants those inner parts for myself, it will not stop. It is a relentless pursuit to like pull me from those things so that I see that like nothing else can ultimately satisfy me in the way that he has created me to be satisfied in him. And I was thinking today, I was like, man, like this has been one hell of a painful season. And yet at the same time, I see how deeply you love me and you care for me that you're like, I'm not going to let you settle for this. Um, And it's painful. It's hard. And yet, as I was telling a friend last night, it's like, even though I'm imperfect, like I want to have that type of love for other people. Like, um, yeah. I don't know. And also being challenged that I was reading in a book that I have never been hurt by perfect love. I have been hurt by pseudo forms of what we define as love, but perfect love, I have never been hurt by. And I was just chewing on that. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but as I think about that, I'm like, yeah, I guess, well, how do I define hurt? Um, mm. But yeah, yeah. It's like the best. And it's like, it's what our, like, our hearts are longing for. And like you said, where we will seek it out in other activities and stuff. And, uh, and it's that. And I just like, I'm like, wow, I didn't even think like, I didn't think of God like that. I thought he was just mad at me. I thought he was just always disappointed with me. Um, but I never really like took the time to like believe in anything else either, or really pursue another, like, I like, it doesn't matter how many times people told me it didn't matter what I read. Like, I mean, I'd already like, this is it in 2020. So, I mean, I've like, I went to like a Christian college and everything. I've grown up in church. I've read my whole Bible, uh, but none of that. I never like I, if somebody asked me, like, yeah, God loves me. Um, but I also I like one really didn't understand what love was really, mm-hmm. um, and and that I didn't really believe that God was that. It just didn't matter what I read. Um, I wasn't. I I wasn't. Uh, I, I think I was too afraid to believe it. If I'm wrong, that would be really bad. Like, and then you just like, I, I don't know if maybe it's this idea that it would be really bad because then, then it means like all your, like all that hope is gone. So where it's like, well, God isn't really like, like there's a chance that maybe I'm wrong and he is or something. Um, I'm not sure what all the mechanisms were, but, but I know that my heart was like had been longing for it and it was the thing it had always been, it had been longing for 
oh, probably like since I was a kid. So hmm. it's just, yeah, this is the best. It's the best. And it is when it's like when you were like, I've never been hurt by perfect love. I was like, I've done hard things and I've been through pain, but like for stuff that like God's like walked me through or called me into, but it's never, um, it's never a thing where it's like, I'm always like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I will, if you like, if you, if, if like you believe I can do this and I like, I trust you that it's good. I trust you that it's good. I think is what is usually what ha is happening. Like um, my grandma told me that her dad, she was like, if my dad said I could do it, I could do it. And so like, she was like, it was just talking about like getting on a Bronco. And her dad was like, yeah, Georgia can do that. And so she did it. She, I'm like a wild horse. So um, she's like, if my dad said I could do it, I could do it. And there's been times like, it's been like that where things have been hard, but I'm like, oh, I can do it. And it's good. If my dad says it's good, it's good. If my dad says I can do it, then I can do it. Um, it, what case God helps us, but it's just um anyway, so yeah, God's yeah. So I guess in my my thought with that, it's like, oh if I've never I'm not hurt by it, because it's like it's not bad. There's no bad in him. He's all good. He's he's good and only good. So it's the best. Yeah. You said, you know, you grew up. I mean, you went to a Christian college, et cetera, et cetera, read your Bible, did all the things. However, 2020 was just two years ago. And I'm sure you've been in college, like you've graduated college more than two years ago. And so if the version of yourself back then were to hear the version of yourself now, how could the version of yourself back then misunderstand the things that you're trying to communicate about God's love now? That's a very, that's a very good question. That's very, that's very useful. Um, I think there's an element of authenticity is important to introduce to people. It's not like, like my dad loves the Lord and I'm like, you know, that it was it, like, like I, he never wavered in that, but, um, but it wasn't something that he really talked about, uh, that about that he didn't really talk a lot about like God's love for, for him or that God loved us and so I don't know if it's one of those things where we don't remember to tell people we don't remember it for ourselves um but I don't know if it had to be a combination of me being desperate enough to hear it um that would be convincing but if we were faced with one another I think there's an element to it that doesn't like if I'm if it was old Kristen looking at new Kristen post 2020 Kristen there's an authenticity to it there's like I'm not I don't seem naive there's a time in my life where 
in the early 2000s, I suppose, uh, where I was a lot, I was more naive and I just thought I knew things and I didn't know things. Where I think there's an element to me now that if I'm saying these things, um, there's weight to it where it's like, you can see, I believe it. And I, I've gone through things that are hard. And so it's not just that I like, don't know what the world is like or what life is like. Um, it's that I seem to have really found something, a treasure. Um, I think that there's maybe, I would like to, I think that if I were faced off against myself, there would be something there that I'd be like, no, but she seems, it seems to be authentic. She's broken in a way that is different. Mm. Um, I think I think that would be compelling for for me then um, versus uh, like when I would tell people or I'd say, oh, God loves you. Yeah. But I think when I tell people now, I believe it. And uh, I think that that might be convincing, even if it's the same words, but I believe it uh, to my old self from my future self I think that kind of like um like you know with your podcast where it's like we you know you listen intently you respond consciously and you live authentically like it's a there's a feedback loop there where it's like if I'm living authentically when I uh, it'll cause me to want to listen consciously or listen intently and then if I'm listening intently I have to respond consciously. It's hard. How can you not? Because people will will share themselves with you. Mm -hmm. um, and then it'll keep going back. And then when you respond consciously and then you, you must live authentically and maybe in accordance with your responses and everything, I think I see like something really, really beautiful there. Um, but I think that I think that it's it's true and I and it's kind of like. Paul says, I have the, I, I have the brand marks of Christ. I have the scars. And um, so I think it would be different that way. I don't know. I have cooler stories now than like I did before. Um, but I'd heard cool stories, but I think somebody like being like crying for them and being like, God loves you. It's true. I've been there. It's true. I think that that would be um, more convincing to my old self I think yeah because I and the reason why I ask is because I know that there could be people who are listening and maybe be in a state of going through a very rough time and they've heard the platitudes God love you and like it yeah. doesn't feel like God loves them and I'm not going to hop on the bus of feelings um, because if you've ever been a human, you know how feelings can fluctuate. And from my perspective, I don't believe that feelings are facts in a sense of like they are the absolute truth. They fluctuate and yeah. they give information and can be great descriptors and great indicators of like, hey, something else is going on beneath the surface. However, I do think there's a confidence that comes with having the freedom to be misunderstood in a way of like, even if the old Kristen doesn't believe you, that doesn't take away from what is true of right now. And you can continue to move forward, hoping that 
what has brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light that people will see the light that knew the old Kristen that's like, oh, well, wait, something's different, you know, and hopefully it's convincing. And if it doesn't, like, I think I'm in this space of learning, like, God doesn't need me to defend him, (laughs) you know, like, he doesn't need me to um, prove himself. He invites me into that space to be a light and the salt for him. But the God of the Bible doesn't need me to to um do that for him he invites me into the space so yeah you hit on another major point you know the theme of this the the mission of the podcast and as you have beautifully articulated it's a loop and so we've talked about living authentically but if i were to give you the space to encourage our listeners to listen intently respond consciously or live more authentically, how would you either encourage them to do one or all three, or how have you personally lived, learned to do one or all three? Okay. Well, probably my, like, well, when you like thinking about like that question, I'm like, listen intently. I love, I love listening. People are so desperate for it. But kind of, as I had processed that in advance, I was like, but I can see and how all the elements work into one another so I mean bus stop one maybe is to work at living at living authentically don't think that you if you don't live authentically then you can't listen intently it's not like that it'll make um your interactions that much more beautiful uh if you if you're working at living authentically and that's just like a thing that's like it's just like your your image upon image you are gaining you're refining um at least I find for myself living authentically is a refining process I'm like okay well then if this then this and then we keep and I'm like wow um anyway but listening intently is uh some like what like really catches me there because people are so desperate for it people so want to be heard and they want to be heard in a way that they are seen like you know we live in a world now where it's we are very visible um there's social media and we're out there displaying ourselves but it doesn't necessarily mean that um we really feel seen or heard uh like i i watched this girl um recently on on she posted her stories on instagram and she kept saying like i know this is this is, I'm going on too long. I know this is too long, but nobody's watching anyway. Um, or it's just, I, I know you guys don't care, but it's okay. Cause it's fine. It's fine that I'm doing this because nobody's watching. And so we're like being vis- visible, making ourselves visible, but also not feeling seen. Um, so I think listening intently, I've just had like, I've had people, you know, just that I've never met before, like at Costco pour out their hearts to me. And it wasn't because I was like, Hey, what's the biggest thing you're struggling with right now? I didn't ask that. I just like was open. I'm like made my, like my presence inviting that I was like, I'm open to receive them. Um, in a way that I think is like, not like unreasonable that, and then they just start sharing. And I think once they see that somebody is like watching them and listening, they start pouring out these things because they need out they want to be heard they want 
to just like not have answers necessarily but just to be heard and seen and then you know and that's where it's like I was seeing like your heart will break for people like I had this lady and she was looking for bone broth at Costco and I was like oh yeah it's right here I am sampling uh cup noodles you she was like oh my my husband it's for he can't he needs this for his gut for gut health and then it turned out that he had during like just before like just just around the pandemic he'd had her husband who did everything had this terrible stroke and he's just been so incapacitated where like sometimes he has incontinence and and so she, like all their dynamics and her life has all shifted and I didn't even really get to hear how um like it was from his perspective to go from being this really capable person to being somebody who has to be like changed and cleaned and just 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 by listening uh, and just being friendly and listening and she poured out all this stuff and and I it broke my heart to hear it and I just you know you I, I was like oh, I'm really sorry for that and thank you for sharing it with me and and I try to encourage but listening intently we can really help one another so much and even like I like listening to people and you're great at li like you Jovi you are so you're so good at listening and like I, I hear that on your like on on your podcasts and you give people um a platform and like like people have so I like I listen and they have so many amazing ideas and I'm like just met this person in South America and they have brilliant ideas um and that's you know we have heartaches we have hurts that that or struggles that we would like other people to know about or to like so we're not alone we're not isolated um but we also have like amazing ideas or good advice or interesting info and stuff that we just we miss out on we were bumping around people all the time and never knowing that that's there um so listening intently will open that up and and when you do it for other people it they 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 might start doing it for those around them and it'll keep going and then as you listen intently you like like that lady sharing with me like all the stuff that she's going through in her life like with the lady at Costco um you can't hear it's hard if you're listening intently you're not going to be able to be like wow that's really hard well I hope you have a good rest of your day your, your heart's just broken for them and so your responses are going to be a lot more conscious because you've been listening intently um and then as you do that, then yeah, if I'm if I'm hearing these things and I'm saying these things, I'm I living these things. Mm -hmm. And it kind of keeps going like that. Um so yeah, and if we do this for for other people, we if we do this for other people, they will see it and they'll see that it's good. They'll see that we're doing something and that it it's good for them and it's it seems like it's a good thing for us and we can start sparking it for other people and that a lot of healing can come from that from being intentional being kind um being genuine being sincere with people we can heal a lot that's where a lot of problems start is you know where we're like where we're not true where we're fearful um where we lash out and hurting but that comes from like fear and and all that. So being authentic can suffocate that stuff. Being vulnerable will suffocate that stuff. Um, and that's what like listening intently and responding consciously um, and living more, more, more authentically um, is to be vulnerable.
and that vulnerability is 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 key to authenticity and it's just it all works together and we can inspire it and one another and, and then the world it can, it can change the world it could change the world or it could just change somebody's day who came to costco to get bone broth well kristen thank you so much for sharing this platform with me. Thank you for sharing your voice, your experiences, your heart, your tears, your joy, your pain. Um, thank you for sharing yourself. And I hope that our listeners have the opportunity to just glean in a glimpse of who you are and who God has created you to be. So with that, you gotta keep listening. That's all that I have for today. And um, if you want to reach out, her Instagram is in the handle. Reach out, say, hey, I, I heard you. I see you. And I want to be a part of that agent of change. Even if, you know, maybe I'll go to Costco and get some bone broth as an excuse to just open up to someone. Um, but once again, Kristen, thank you so much for sharing. And hopefully this is not the last time that we uh, connect over this medium. Yeah. Wow. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Like, this is, I've been so excited. So thank you. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day. Don't eat too much candy and don't be scaring people with that costume. But the alien. I made a kid cry once. You know, if you see yeah. any, um, unidentified objects ufos uh-huh mm -hmm. they might call them something else now <laughs> yeah i think i've heard that ndf or not i don't know my cousin knows who lives in vegas so this is we're gonna say this is a nod to las vegas it wasn't because yeah. it was all i had do aliens exist will we ever know <laughs> all right <laughs> this well, he does stranger in a strange land yes ma'am <laughs>